0: So I want you to close your eyes, and I want, to, I want you to breathe in the breath of heaven. Just take a deep breath, and now let out a breath of the cares of this world. Just let it out. I love that breath of heaven, it's beautiful imagery there. Um, Well, it's Advent. Can you tell? Are you happy? You now have my permission to begin listening to Christmas music. Everything before this date is unacceptable in my sight. Do I hear a yes? Do I hear a no from some of you? See, yeah. Xander started in August. Um, After worship this last uh, Sunday, a week ago, uh, one of our people that was here came up to me and said, what's Advent? I don't know that. And So sometimes I realize that we use terms that are familiar to us who have been coming to church for a while, or within the Presbyterian tradition, but may not be as well known to some of the people who are not in that Presbyterian tradition. So Advent um, literally means coming. Uh, and it's a, for us, it's the first um, season of the Christian year. So, it's the first season, it's the beginning, and it actually literally means the arrival. Um, And so, we're waiting for the arrival of a notable person. uh, For us, that's Jesus Christ. And so, it also uh, reminds us of the second coming. So, we're kind of anticipating that arrival of Jesus returning as well. Um, And there are four Sundays before Advent, or before Christmas. So it begins four Sundays before Christmas. So sometimes Advent begins in November. Mostly, most often it begins in December. But it's always four Sundays before Christmas. Um, so we are going to be going through an Advent devotional called I Am Mary. And so um, we've been handing these out the last couple of weeks. If you did not get one, we are out. But I can make some copies and order more. Um, so just come and talk to me after the service if you, need, if you would like one. Um, but this Advent devotional is great. It focuses on the very real uh, sense of a pregnant woman. A woman wrote this after she'd been coming to Advent services for years, and then one year she was pregnant, and she said, I'm not sure men really get it. So she wrote an Advent devotional based on a woman's perception and in particular a woman who has dealt with pregnancy and what it feels like to be pregnant. So it's kind of fleshy, it's kind of uh, physical, um, but it's a great devotional so we're going to be doing this. So the first question I'd like to ask today is who is Mary? Who is she? For us within the Uh, Reformed tradition, she is a woman who basically represents humankind. She represents all of us. Um, She's the mother of Jesus. And we hear this story, this is the first time we hear about Mary, is this story that was read uh, a moment ago by Jacob. Um, Now we differ from our Roman Catholic friends because we believe that Mary was a human being and that Mary sinned. As we do, as do we all. Um, We also believe that she did not remain a virgin the rest of her life. Um, Where our Roman Catholic friends believe that she did, but Scripture talks about Jesus' brothers and sisters, um, speaking in a very familial sense, not in the spiritual sense. So we, it's a tough one to do. Besides which, I got to tell you, if I was Joseph. And the angel said, yeah, you know, go ahead and marry her. um, But you can't ever, I would have a problem with that. (laughs) The whole thing of, yeah, you'll have to wait until the Christ child is born. Okay, I can do that. But never, yeah, wouldn't work for me, sorry. Um, And finally, we do not pray to Mary. We pray to God. We go directly to God. So those are some of the differences there. But Mary represents all of humankind, Uh, the human side of Jesus' background, because we believe that Jesus was fully God and fully human, and Mary represents that fully human side, the earthly, fleshly, sinful side. Jesus was without sin. We know that from Scripture. But um, he was born out of a woman who was a human being. Um, so from this passage, we we read these things that an angel comes to Mary and begins to speak to her. I mean, imagine what that must have been like—an angel coming and speaking to her. Um, the person who wrote this devotional, I think, wrote a great little uh, passage for today. So I've asked Becky to come up and read the passage from the I Am Mary Advent Devotional to give us a sense of what it might have been like. For Mary, in this experience, as this angel comes and starts telling her, You're going to bear a son, and you're going to, uh, that son is going to be the savior of this world. So,
1: I was yanking on the weeds that were threatening to choke our harvest when I noticed something moving on the horizon and stood up. Shading my eyes, I saw the silhouette of a man walking directly toward me. As he came closer, his gaze rested on me, and he smiled in recognition. Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you, he said. What? I cocked my head. What did he just say? And a moment later, why me? The stranger greeted me like a queen, but I knew my position well. I smelled like roots, earth, and sweat. I was a lowly servant, a teenager from Nazareth engaged to a carpenter named Joseph. My years had been arranged and set out before me in monotonous order, just like Joseph neatly positioned the tools of his trade on his workbench. Ordinary, manageable tasks filled my life. Planting, shopping, cooking, and cleaning. There was nothing exalted about my status or any of the responsibilities before me. As those thorny weeds prickled my palm, my confusion grew. I wondered what this stranger's greeting could possibly mean. O God, help us when we are jolted out of our comforting daily habits. May we be open to the chaos and wonder that your divine confusion brings.
0: Amen. Isn't that great? I love that because we can just read through this quickly without really taking a step back and saying, well, gosh, what what, what must that have been like? So first of all, her first reaction is she's filled with wonder. What is going on? She's perplexed. Um, What can all of this mean? And then second, she raises an obvious question. How can this be? (laughs) You say I'm going to be pregnant? How is that? I've never been with a man. How can that happen? And then her third response is a response of welcome. She responds to the invitation. John Eudes writes this, the Virgin Mary began to cooperate in the plan of salvation from the moment she gave her consent to the incarnation of the Son of God. She was cooperating, collaborating with the God of the universe to give birth to the Messiah. So, again, Mary represents humankind. Uh, We purposefully had the human family um, reading this morning. No, just kidding. It's a terrible thing. Um, She represents all of us, um, and each of us has experienced and hopefully will experience the presence of God that will cause us to wonder and be perplexed. Those moments, and I see you all out here you can all be very Presbyterian and be very uh, reverent and very uh, polite and dignified, but every once in a while I see God touch you, and, and I see a tear on, uh, in the eyes of some of you from time to time. I know how it is. God touches us, and the question is, how do we respond to that? How will we respond to that? And I want to encourage you to be a Mary, to be filled with wonder, Allow yourself to be perplexed. Allow yourself to say, wow, the God of the universe is touching me? How can that be? Who am I that, they would, that God would come to me this way? In fact, our vision statement begins with the saying, we are seeking to experience the presence of God. One of our hopes is that we provide opportunities to experience the presence of God. Can that happen in worship? I sure hope so. (laughs) Can it happen in fellowship when we're doing the hanging of the greens and we're surrounded by other believers? I sure hope so. Can it happen when we're reaching out to people out beyond our walls in love and compassion? I sure hope so. All of those opportunities to experience the presence of God. Sometimes we fight it. Well, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to start shedding a tear. Uh, I don't want the person next to me to say, "Oh my gosh, what are you doing?" I'm not crying. I have something in my eye, really. You know, it's okay to allow yourself to experience the presence of God. Secondly, um, can we be allow ourselves to be filled with wonder and perplexed? Um, but secondly, can we uh, see the obvious questions? But accept that for God, all things are possible. Remember, that's what the angel said to Mary. We might say, gosh, this can't be true. This, this whole God thing can't be true. I have friends who don't believe in God. They must be right. They ask a lot of questions. For God, all things are possible. God will work in your life in a very real, real way. And then finally, to accept the invitation. You know, Mary didn't say, what? You're gonna make me pregnant? I still have to go to prom. What are you talking about? I'm going to Disneyland with my friends. You can't, I can't do that if I'm pregnant or if I have a baby under my arm. I have plans. Mary said, here am I. And this is a good reminder as uh, people of the reformed tradition. You know, we oftentimes talk, talk about accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Absolutely important. But it always begins with Christ inviting us into relationship first god always approaches us first we respond to that we accept jesus christ into our heart because jesus is standing at the door of our heart, knocking and so we welcome him welcome him in so uh, we accept god's invitation to relationship and partnership we are married um And then, so you'll probably hear me say this almost every Sunday, as this idea of I am Mary is to remember that God comes and enters into us just as Christ, the Christ child entered into Mary. Then we nurture that relationship, and then we birth that relationship into the world. So this is a super important part about us. Um, identifying with the person Mary. So my challenge this week, I want to encourage you to ponder the experience of Mary, to put yourself in her sandals. Um, What must it have been like? Just think about that this week. And then consider those God moments in your own life. When have you experienced God's presence? Maybe it was a summer camp. Maybe it was uh, in a worship service, a Christmas Eve worship service. Maybe it was... Uh, another time. How will you respond to those experiences in the future when God reaches out and touches you? And how will you respond to God's presence today? Christmas is, is more than just singing about it. It's more than just talking about it. It's more than just celebrating it. It's about living. Let's pray. Loving God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your presence in our lives. We thank you that you have sent Jesus Christ to live in us. Um, Help us to welcome you in on a daily basis. Allow you to grow within us and help us to uh, birth you into the world. Um, Lord, we want to be your faithful servants. So we say, as Mary said, here am I. Uh, Help us to be like she was. 2,000 years ago. We pray these things in your name. Amen.